Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Uh, appreciate it. Um, I am here today because democracy is under attack. It's under attack across our country. It's under attack here in the state of Wisconsin, and unfortunately, even here in the city of Madison. In the aftermath of the 2020 presidential election and the January 26th attack on the U.S. Capitol, many of our election officials working at both the state and local levels have been subjected to harassment and violent threats. Recent surveys have shown that nonpartisan election officials feel unsafe at work and have listed harassment by the public as their main reason for leaving their jobs. Unfortunately, our nonpartisan election officials and poll workers right here in Madison have been subjected to the same reprehensible treatment. To counter this, I, along with Alders Patrick Heck, Council President Keith Furman, and Council Vice President Jal Curry, are introducing an ordinance to increase the penalties against those who threaten the safety of election officials. In addition, we are offering a resolution commending our election officials and affirming the professionalism and legitimacy of the electoral process here in Madison and across Wisconsin. A survey of election officials nationally commissioned by the Brennan Center found that one in three election officials feel unsafe, one in three feel unsafe because of their job, and nearly one in five listed threats to their lives as a job-related concern. 78% of election officials surveyed said that social media and disinformation about elections has made their job more difficult, and 54% said that they believe it has made their job more dangerous. In an in-depth series last year, Reuters documented more than 850 threats to election officials and workers. Nearly all of the communications echoed the former president's baseless claims that he lost the 2020 election because of fraud. According to that analysis, nearly a quarter of those hostile messages suggested that their targets should die. Many alleged treason and called for investigations, prosecutions, and yes, even executions. This is the America we're living in today, and to me, it's completely unacceptable. Many of these communications use sexist or misogynistic language. A smaller number use racist or anti-Semitic terms. And few, if any, of these harassers have been prosecuted. So I believe it is left to state and local government to take action. Here in Madison and elsewhere, too many election officials have suffered serious threats and continued harassment just because some people disagree with the results of the last election. In my view, and I believe in the view of Madisonians, our city clerk's office and our thousands and thousands of poll workers are unsung heroes. 
Despite the COVID-19 pandemic and an unprecedented flood of disinformation, in 2020, they managed to run a safe, secure, and professional election with the highest voter turnout in more than 100 years. The Wisconsin Supreme Court last week ruled that drop boxes in Madison and across the state of Wisconsin are an illegal method of voting. In doing so, they did not present or point to any evidence of fraud associated with drop boxes or the return of absentee ballots. The opinion likens drop box voting to abuses by dictators around the world. And in doing so, the court took a safe and secure method of voting used by cities, towns, and villages around Wisconsin and states across the country and tossed it out the window simply to legitimize fears of fraud that have repeatedly proven to be false. Our electoral system here in Wisconsin is safe and secure. Ballot drop boxes are safe and secure. In this recent decision, the Wisconsin Supreme Court itself has peddled disinformation and cast its lot with election deniers and the MAGA crowd. Moreover, this type of irresponsible and inflammatory rhetoric itself encourages threats and acts of violence instead of discouraging those attacks on our clerks and our poll workers. So we here in Madison are doing what we can to protect our clerks and poll workers. And I encourage everyone in our community to support our clerks, to support our poll workers, to become a poll worker yourself. If you have any doubts about the electoral process in Madison or in the state of Wisconsin, I encourage you to sign up to be a poll worker because you will learn firsthand how safe that process is. And I encourage all of us, no matter what our beliefs or our political inclinations, to exercise our right to vote here in the city of Madison, across the state of Wisconsin, and across the country. Now I'd like to ask attorney Mike Haas to share a little bit of detail about the ordinance that's being introduced, and then we will hear from Judge Everett Mitchell. Mike. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, as Mayor indicated, there is a proposed uh, ordinance uh, being introduced and a proposed resolution related to election officials and specifically disorderly conduct uh, directed at uh, local election officials. And from my perspective as city attorney, the proposed ordinance and resolution are important to send a message that the city supports our election officials. Our city clerk, staff at the clerk's office, and the thousands of poll workers who make our elections happen and, and make them be successful. The city council will have the opportunity to express its support not only for those city officials, but for the staff of the nonpartisan Wisconsin Elections Commission. And having worked for the state elections agency for 12 years, I appreciate that message. And I know that my former colleagues there have been subjected to harassing and personal phone calls and emails, just as our city staff has. The idea behind the disorderly conduct ordinance 
is to increase accountability for those who harass or threaten local election officials because of their job. These are public servants that are just doing their job, and as the mayor said, it is unacceptable to have them constantly have to deal with personal insults and threats. The maximum forfeiture for disorderly conduct tickets is set at $1,000. And these citations for disorderly conduct directed at election officials will be issued uh, by law enforcement at a higher amount than other disorderly conduct citations. I also want to emphasize that this ordinance would involve less serious cases that we prosecute here in Madison Municipal Court. If this type of behavior is persistent or especially threatening, we expect that law enforcement would refer those cases directly to the district attorney for criminal charges. The proposed ordinance would give us a more effective tool to catch offensive behavior and stop it before it becomes criminal. Lastly, I could say that we can, I will say we can only do so much at the local level. And it would certainly be helpful to have legislative leaders who have promoted unfounded suspicions about our elections to speak out in defense of election officials and make it clear that harassment of them is not acceptable. Losing an election is not the fault of election officials, any more than they can be credited for a candidate winning at the same election that they criticize. Thank you, and I will turn it over to Judge Mitchell. Thank you. In his remarks on the 50th anniversary of Bloody Sunday, Congressman John Lewis thanked those who walked those 50 dangerous miles from Selma to Montgomery to demonstrate the need for voting rights in the state of Alabama. He continued, people often ask me, why do you come back? He said, we come back to be reminded that we must do the work that justice and equality calls us to do. When the Wisconsin Supreme Court dealt another blow, it dealt a blow that sought to limit everyday Wisconsinites' access to voting in elections. The majority's decision to take away a voting option that allowed more flexibility for voters, more options for city clerks, and a greater path toward people participating in a democratic process underscores why we need to make sure that these election poll workers and those in our communities are kept safe. At the January 6th hearing, we heard from Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss discussing what it was like to be singled out as black women and poll workers and the dangerous lives that they lived because they were singled out on doing the job that they were so passionately trying to do, which was to ensure that people had access to voting. Wisconsin and our city and our county deserves justice. And we need justice in a way that allows for voting options for all communities so that every voice, every vote can be counted and so that those who serve our communities are assured protection, that they're assured that our city stands behind them, and that they're assured that a process will be just in the end. As Congressman Lewis said, <clears throat> we must do the work that justice and equality calls us to do. So this is a way for us as a city, as a county, as a state to do something that will get us into some good trouble, as he would say. So I think it's time for us to get into some good trouble and make sure that we're protecting those in our community who are making sure that every voice is counted and that our process is, both, is fair and just and that it is free of disturbance from those. 
we must always remember that justice is not what you say. Justice is what you do. And I thank the mayor and I thank the Common Council for doing something that ensures that our elections remain safe and protected. Thank you. Thank you, Judge Mitchell. Uh, we'd be happy to take questions if there are any. What is the definition of harassment? The, the, uh, the proposed ordinance adds to the existing uh, definition of disorderly conduct. So we're using the definition of disorderly conduct um, that is already in the ordinance and adding a, sub a section that will increase the penalty for disorderly conduct directed at election officials because of their job. What's disorderly conduct? Uh, disorderly conduct is uh, behavior that tends to create a disturbance um, or is, is disorderly. Uh, and what line is it between disorderly conduct well, that's a uh, good question. I would just simply first read you the definition of disorderly conduct, engaging in violent, abusive, indecent, profane, boisterous, unreasonably loud, or otherwise disorderly conduct, which tends to cause or provoke a disturbance, or with intent to harass, annoy, or offend, send a, a telecommunication message on using any violent, abusive, indecent, or profane language or image, or message which tends to cause or provoke a disturbance. So our prosecutors and prosecutors in, um, in circuit court deal with issues of disorderly conduct and First Amendment, where that line is. Uh, we have free speech, but as everybody knows, uh, free speech is not unlimited. There's a responsibility um, when somebody speaks offensive, uh, disorderly language. And so our prosecutors will need to use their judgment to make sure that we uh, we prosecute those cases that are targeting election officials and, uh, and at the same time protect First Amendment speech. I think that uh, what's important here is that we are seeing a pattern of our clerks and our election officials being harassed for doing their job. As was mentioned, our clerks don't control the outcome of an election. That's up to the voters. What our clerks do is make sure that the process is safe and fair and secure. And to be harassed for that, to me, is unacceptable. So we're trying to send a very strong message to the community. You can think whatever you want about candidates, about elected officials, about policies. You can even criticize our electoral system if you would like. But don't take it out on the clerks and the poll workers. They're just doing their job. Other questions? I'll tell you right now that we are not going to remove physically any of the drop boxes. They are locked and they are signed right now um, since it, you know the Supreme Court took this case and, and made their initial determination. So they're not in use and we will comply with the law. And, but we're not going to remove the drop boxes. Yes, our clerks have received specific threats um, over the last two years, and they have received specific harassment, um, and we felt like it was important for us to take action. No, this has been going on for quite some time.
Um, that's not something that I can comment on. Uh, but yes, it is in part in response to the ruling to in, and the progression that we see of the continuing attacks on our democracy. Other questions? So this is uh, will be introduced, um, I believe, tonight at tonight's council meeting. And my hope is that yes, it will be in place before the August election. But that's up to the council. Now, this covers our, elec our election officials. So I'm not an election official. Um, I'm not involved with the electoral process. It will cover our clerks uh, and our election officials, which includes our poll workers. I just want your assurance that anybody who calls up the city clerk's office and have a complaint about the election, that they could be getting a disorderly conduct No, if someone has a legitimate complaint about the election, the election process, um, that's a completely legitimate thing for folks to contact us about. It's when it crosses the line into harassment and disorderly conduct that we have a concern. Any other questions? So this is an, an add-on to the existing disorderly conduct charges, so the um, dollar amounts for the tickets will increase. The, the top level is $1,000, I believe. All right, thank you all very much. Appreciate you coming down.